This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello my friends, today we are going to have a conversation about the activation sequence and how this is a very unique way of how I am choosing to see this, how this is literally your physical experience and the purpose of how you're designed to show up in your business and I really am excited for this because I've done a lot of contemplation with the Gene Keys lately and I really feel like my activation sequence is something that I can speak very strongly to and because the activation sequence conscious sun and earth unconscious sun and earth is your incarnation cross in human design this is something that is just thoroughly experienced by people and I think that it's the venus sequence and the pearl sequence that requires a little bit more digger deep digger deeping deeper digging (laughs) for us to really feel this energetic experience come to life so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk through the activation sequence, I'm going to talk about my own four prime gifts, my own activation sequence, so that you can kind of take this framework and look at your own gene keys and contemplate them. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to have something really cool that I want to share with you that I think is going to support you on this journey, since I'm definitely playing with this new paradigm of bringing gene keys into business and using this as your own unique framework of how you show up in business. So your activation sequence, if this is new to you your activation sequence is really diving into the inquiry of what is my purpose and this doesn't mean the thing that you're doing is really the opening and the unfurling of who you're designed to be and as i talk through the activation sequence today you're going to see how this unfolding happens based off of the pathways between the spheres and just the energetic embodiment of the spheres it's going to be a really cool conversation so the entire activation sequence itself this is the first sequence in the gene keys and as i mentioned before it's the sun and earth conscious and unconscious and it's really going to be setting the platform of your 3d experience and so this is really how you're going to tap into what we call your four prime gifts these are the gifts like literally the the gift of the gene key that are in the sphere so you know you have your shadow gift in city the way that i talk about this the way that i love to teach it is that the shadow which you may want to disagree with me is how we receive the gift is what we give and the city is the full-blown expression of giving that gift and being the full embodiment of all of those frequencies and so The activation sequence is about unlocking the four gifts of those four spheres that are in this sequence. And so really the purpose of this is that it's going to establish the foundation for you to have a breakthrough. And so the way that I see this tying into business is that when we are tapped into the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual experience that we have in the 3D realm through the interactions and the relationships that we have in our life, 
that ultimately is what sets us up to continue to live, expand, evolve, and grow. So you can look at this from a business perspective where, you know, when I go through the spheres today, you're going to hear me share about what I've experienced in the last almost four years of my business and how this has allowed me to really create the foundation and come back and refine and contemplate the shadows and the gifts that come up in the sequence so that I can continue to open my heart when it comes to going in and contemplating the Venus sequence and then also the Pearl sequence. So this is really this journey, this pathway to illumination, this journey for you to set the stage in order to have these breakthroughs physically, emotionally, and, and mentally, right? Because the Venus sequence is about emotion and the Pearl sequence is about your, your mental experience and these mental transformations. So I'm really excited for this conversation. This is like, this is, I've never talked about this anywhere. This has been something that's been percolating inside of me the way that I see this. And I'm, I'm so excited to hear how this resonates with you because part of me is being really vulnerable about the way that I interpret this and it's like what if people don't get it you know my open Ajna is like what if and so you'll hear me actually speaking of Ajna this is obviously human design right if you've been listening to my channel for a while you're going to know that I'm very fluid between human design and gene keys I'm going to be tying this into the gene keys back to human design just because these two systems complement each other so well and I think they're such beautiful tools to have as we navigate our life and our business so let's dive into the first sphere this is your conscious sun energy, also known as your life's work in the gene keys. So if you're looking at your human design chart, it's going to be in the top right-hand corner, the very top planet, the sun. You're going to have a number there and then dot line. So in the gene keys, gates and gene keys, they will mirror each other between those two systems. And so this first sphere is actually makes up 70% of your personality and the external role that you're designed to show up in in your life. And so because of that conscious sun energy, like if you think about the sun, like it's about radiating, like quite literally radiating. And in traditional terms with human design, you'll see that the, the different planets have different archetypes. And they are related to gender roles, so I'm going to acknowledge that before I say this, but we say that the conscious son has the father, father archetype role. So taking gender out, let's just look at this as this essence of radiating and having an impact and just like when you imagine feeling the sun on you, how that really hits you and makes makes a difference okay so i want you to think about it from that standpoint without bringing gender in but i also just want to acknowledge you know source information because i think that's important so this is the external role that you're energetically gifted to express in the world through your creativity this is like the creme de la creme of what you will continually explore and come up against in your life and so when you lose connection to yourself the shadow is what will show up in the sphere so when you are when you are in your most aligned state, whether it's like what you're doing in your life, how you're setting boundaries, taking care of yourself, taking on new adventures and so on, this is really going to give you the gifts that you're designed to naturally share with people. And these are the gifts that I know are the biggest ones that I give to people when it comes to business and entrepreneurship. So the shadow of this fear is the inner work that we're here to do in order to externalize our deeper purpose when it comes to meeting and connecting with the 3D realm. So one thing to consider is 
looking at the common challenges that you face with the sphere and really how this shows up and how you can alchemize this, the shadows into the gift in the city. So for me, my life's work is 36.6. This is found in the emotional solar plexus. The sixth line is known as the teacher. And the shadow of this gene key is turbulence. Then we have humanity and compassion. And so it's really interesting because as I've looked at the common themes of how I show up, especially if you've listened, I mean, if you've been listening to my channel, I will have talked about this a bajillion times, but I just really want to emphasize this so that you have me, literally, my profile is a 6'2". I'm here to take what it is that I've internally and naturally absorbed with my two line and externalize it into a role model. So my goal with this episode is to role model how you can contemplate your own gene keys. So with the 36, I have expressed in so many ways the turbulence that I've experienced in my business and bringing this perspective of humanity and being inclusive of normalizing all entrepreneurial journeys. And there's a lot of emotionality in this because 36 is found, like I said, in the emotional solar plexus. And so when I look at the turbulence, you know, I've really, I've really shifted my perspective into seeing how this gets to be my point of resilience. So when I'm in the shadow of turbulence, I'm like, all right, bitch, we're going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to alchemize this. I'm going to have the gifts that I'm going to share with others and express. And then we are going to come into the state of compassion and really be able to fucking hold space for other people. And when I look at my human design chart, my emotional solar plexus is undefined. I have the 36 and six in there. So it's really interesting to see how this has shown up and how I over and over again am sharing this work with others. And this is one of the things like people really appreciate my transparency. And it it is something that I pride myself in because I think that that's part of role modeling being a six line. So when I look at the, when you want to look at your, your line of this sphere, because I'm a six line, what that means is that they define this as a teacher. So the lines between human design and gene keys are similar flavors, but for literally every sphere, so the 11 spheres in the gene keys, there's different terminology for the lines, which is a little bit crazy. When I found this out, I was super overwhelmed, but it's just something to be aware of, but to know that the teacher is still aligned with the role model. You know, you're still going to see like the fifth line being the mentor, the hero aligning with like impact and power and, and leadership, right? You're, you're going to see these flavors cross over between the lines just so that you know, and just to trust your own interpretation as well. So the sixth line is I'm always looking at what's next, being, being on the roof as well is that it's like, how can I take this to the next level when I role model this to other people? And I'm here to shift the way that people see things in life. So when I look at the 36, it's like, okay, how can we shift our experience of turbulence and really bringing in the essence of humanity and compassion in business? And that is something that is that is so easily expressed for me because it's not th- it's not anything that I have to try. It's just I'm looking at my own life. I'm on the roof. I'm looking at my own life and I'm like, what am I going through? Like, what have I experienced? What are the turbulences? How can I how can I internalize this and then share it with my people? So that's an example of the life's work. So if you want to you can if you want to like listen to this and then pause and then look at your own jinkies, you can totally do that. But I just wanted to we're just going to go through all these spheres together. So life's work 36.6. This is how I've externalized it in my business. 
This is a big energy that I use to write content with. That's another tool that you can consider as well is like these conscious planets that you have in your chart will be the easiest ones to create things with because you're going to recognize the patterns and the frequencies a lot quicker than your unconscious definition. And that's not to say that your unconscious definition is useless or that you can't create anything from it, but you just may notice that it may take a little longer to really connect with that side of yourself right? And the conscious planets that are defined in our gene keys and even in our human design chart, that is to do with the mind, right? That is conscious awareness. The unconscious definitions that we have in our chart for both gene keys and human design have to do with the body. So what's unconsciously going on in the background, just so that you can be aware of the way that you connect with these energies, so now when we go from life's work, we're going to go into the evolution sphere through the pathway of challenge. And this first pathway in the golden path of all the sequences is all about how we handle challenges in life. And so when you're contemplating this pathway and this experience between your conscious sun and your conscious earth, which are always going to be programming partners, are always going to have that push-pull connection, you really want to look at where am I falling to being a victim of my shadows between these two spheres, right? And how, and really looking at how can I contemplate the way that I uncover these gifts through these challenges that I'm experiencing. So that's a really big, that's a really big place to consider is looking at, you know, it's going to be like climbing a mountain. It's going to be like you go up to, you're climbing up the mountain. Maybe you're heading towards that life's work sphere and you're coming up into experiencing the shadows and the trials and tribulations of climbing up a mountain, hitting the rocks and the trees and all the things. And then it's like, okay, you, you come to this, this place where you start connecting with your evolution sphere, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. And it's like, okay, what, what is the shadow that I'm experiencing here? What is the gift? And it's, it's always going to be a journey. It's like a, your own topless mountain, which might sound horrendous, but the reality is the more that we climb, the more experience that we get, the more wisdom that we gain and, and that we tap into within ourselves. Now we move into the conscious earth, the second sphere of the activation sequence, which is your evolution sphere. So this is, like I mentioned, the programming partner to your life's work, which means they oppose each other on the rave mandala if you're going to be looking at the human design rave mandala with your body graph. So there's this push and pull energy, right? They support each other. And as I mentioned earlier, how each of the planets have their archetype, the archetype for the evolution sphere is the mother archetype. So this is really the energy of like what grounds the sun, right? So really what is like bringing you close to earth? What is causing the evolutions that you experience? So when you contemplate this sphere and then you look at the gene key and your line, you're going to be looking at how this, how these challenges, right? Because you've got that challenge pathway, how these challenges are encouraging you or pushing you to evolve. What evolutions are you discovering through the shadow gift and fit and city of this sphere? So it's really looking at, you know, how am I being pushed and pulled to evolve in my business? Where am I resisting these evolutions? Where am I welcoming them in? Welcoming them in? I'm getting tongue twisted and I'm not editing this episode, so you're just going to have to vibe with the realness of this. <laughs> so my evolution is Gene Key 6. The line is 6. So 
what I want to dive into with this specific gene key is that the shadow is conflict, then we have diplomacy, and then we have peace. And so when I look at how this has shown up for me in business, whenever I'm in a state of turbulence, I'm usually experiencing a conflict. It's pretty much hand in hand. Gene key six is also gate six in human design, which is also found in the emotional solar plexus. So as I've dove into contemplating these three frequencies of the spheres, what I've noticed is that conflict, and I literally just listened to Richard Rudd's recording on the sixth gene key this morning. So it was really beautiful and fresh in my mind. But I really was questioning, like, what does it mean to be experiencing conflict and then coming into being diplomatic or diplomacy? Like, what is that? And what I realized is that it really is a surrender to the conflict that actually brings in the ability to be diplomatic and to process and embrace the experience. And if you think about it, when we release resistance around the conflicts that we experience, instead of trying to control them or be overly emotional to avoid the processing, we will come to a state of peace because there's nothing to add and there's nothing to take away. And so when I started to really contemplate this gene key, what was coming up for me was that this gene key as part of a channel in human design is reaching for 59. So this is the channel of mating and that 59 and 6 is all about this intimacy and like really knowing how to connect with others through relationships emotionally as well. And so what I've really discovered with the 6 and being able to embody this is that it actually, this is what supports me most in being grounded through vulnerability. So I really notice if I give myself some time to process my emotions, my ability to open up and connect with people and to, again, still embody that energy from my life's work, the way that I communicate with others and being really fucking real and honest, that is what creates the intimacy with others. And it helps me process the conflicts. So when I look at this from a business lens and I'm like, okay, this is how, like how this, how this gene key is pushing me to evolve is really looking at my own shit of when I'm in the conflict and being like, how can I embrace this and accept it as it is without needing to force or change anything? Like, what is it that I can welcome in and, and, and put my defenses down? Cause you have to put your defenses down if, in order to be diplomatic, right? It's not about being, you know, in defense, it's about opening up, opening up the heart. And so this just obviously is a programming partner with 36 is very much about me opening up, me being intimate. And this is exactly what I do. This is exactly how I show up and I communicate through my podcast channel, through my emails, through my posts and my contents that I create, through how I coach people. Like this is just something that's nothing that I have to force, but I find that in conflict in particular, when I allow myself to become very transparent and open my heart, I will always come to a state of peace because I'm able to process and just release the lessons. And again, with the gift of being diplomatic, it's like, showing others how to put down their defenses and really being able to either connect with themselves or connect with the clients that they're working with or the audiences that they're growing and so on. So this is how these two spheres have played into my conscious experience in my business. So when I look at the sixth line in the evolution sphere, the sixth line is known as education and surrender.
So basically, there's an intensity with the sixth line because like in human design, how they say that, they you know, the higher frequency lines will always embody lower frequency lines. And when I say lower, I mean like, I don't mean less than in terms of morality. I just mean, you know, two, two comes after one, three comes before or after two and so on. So anyways, little awkward explanation there. So this, the reason why this line is called education and surrender is because there's so much for the sixth line to experience in life. And so it's really going for this long-term experience. And it's really going to be about surrender, which really ties into that flavor of diplomacy, right? And it's really the education side is about like, what is it that I'm learning that I can role model for others? So again, you see that six line flavor of role model with the human design concepts into the six line of the gene keys of this sphere. So it's like really looking at asking myself am i focused on evolution or am i focused on resolution and so resolution would be more of like a five line energy of like coming up with the solutions and mentorship whereas the six line is about evolving to the next step the next inversion like taking it beyond and so when i look at this 6.6 in this sphere it's very much like this opening of my heart being peaceful and diplomatic is like, how do we take this to the next level? How do I bring this to the collective? And you can see this again in how I show up and I, I'm committed to normalizing all entrepreneurial journeys and really being about embodiment and role modeling because that is the essence of the sixth line. So here's another example of how this shows up in business, which I'm just so excited about because it for me, it makes so much sense. And this is like all I want to talk about now. So now... We are going to dive into the pathway of breakthrough, which connects your evolution sphere to your radiant sphere, that of which is your unconscious sun. So the pathway of breakthrough is really about being rooted in acceptance of what is instead of being fixated on what could have been or what should have been. So for example, if you look at the pathway of challenge, it's like we go through challenges in life. And we have assumptions or desires on how we want that challenge to turn out. And I know that you can relate to this no matter what fucking spheres are in your life's work and evolution. We go through challenges in life and we're like, okay, this is how I want it to go. But the thing is, what if it doesn't go that way? So this is why the pathway breakthrough is ultimately like the next level of surrender because it's about really accepting what has come from those challenges and embodying your life's work and your evolution so that you can tap into your radiance, right? And it's, it's really, unfortunately, as much as people probably don't want to hear this, it's really about what, there's like something inside of you that breaks, which probably sounds so terrible but the thing is there's something inside you that breaks and it just opens you up to being able to experience your life being able to experience your business in a way that you didn't realize because you've released the attachment to what you thought it should have been like and so this is this is just we're just cracking things open here so I think that this is really beautiful when you consider the pathway of breakthrough even if you want to just contemplate this yourself and asking where are you unwilling to let go of how you think things should be what could be possible if you did right that's like that's like the allowing of whatever it is inside you that needs to crack open to actually crack open because that's the access to having a breakthrough so now we're going to talk about the radiant sphere this is your unconscious sun this is your third sphere in the activation sequence and this is all about the 
unconscious energy of the sun, right? So this is like your unconscious expression that still really ties into the big sun energy that we talked about earlier with your life's work. But this is really about what is being cracked within you in, in terms of your physicality to naturally be expressed. So this is what's going to be expressed through the naturalness of you having that breakthrough. And this breakthrough is about you evolving mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually by being aligned with what it is that allows you to be radiant. So you naturally radiate because you are tapped into what it is that allows you to shine naturally. So this is this is like you embodying what allows you to have the most vitality in your life. And when you are allowing yourself to do this, to be this, there's a natural radiance that will come from you. It's not anything that needs to be forced. It's, and it's usually from your being. It's not what you're doing. So for me, in my radiance, I have 10.2 as my gene keys. So the 10th gene key is found in the G-Center in human design. And this gate or this gene key, the shadow is self-obsession or self-obsessed. And then we have naturalness and then being. So the way that I've experienced this is this gate in, the, in human design is all about behavior. And it's all about the, the ways of being. And obviously, like it says that very naturally in the gift and the city of this gene key. But the way that I've contemplated this is, and the way that I've seen this show up in my business is the shadow of self-obsession is really this infatuation with oneself. How do I look to my audience? Do I know enough? Am I being enough? How, how is this going to rub people the wrong way? How is this going to inspire people? How can I be seen? Is this, is this associated with the direction that I'm going in in my life, right? So really looking at heavily on identity and direction. So when we look at... And this is like when I've contemplated this gene key, I found it very paradoxical because self-obsession, naturalist, if we focus so much on being natural, like, can't need to be natural, I need to be natural. And like, you've probably seen those memes where it's like act natural and then that person's like super fucking awkward because you can't force naturalness. But the thing is, is that there is naturalness and being self-obsessed as well in the sense that we obviously care about ourselves. We care about how others see us. And there's going to be this natural essence because that's just part of being human. And it's interesting because it's the acceptance of that that has allowed me to just come into the city of being. So me, you know, when I get into these states of being obsessed with like, okay, am I, am I being clear enough on the direction that I'm going into my business? Am I being clear enough on who I am as a person? Am I being clear enough on you know, magnetizing, because obviously the G-Center is about like magnetism as well, what it is that I want that can support me, right? So there's this, this self-obsession, but also, again, still tying that energy of humanity and diplomacy coming into naturalness. It's like, how can I accept this and that it is natural to be this way? And how can I just be without judging myself? And that's, again, this comes into this full-blown of self-love, self-acceptance, which is also the worthiness theme of the G-Center in human design. So this has really been interesting for me because I've been contemplating this. So how this ties into radiance is that when I just allow myself to be who the fuck I want to be without trying to fit into a box, 
that is when I am just me. Like I'm just being me. This is me. This is this is how I speak when I record podcast episodes. This is how I teach content. I'm just being natural. There's nothing forced about this. Right? And even underneath all of that, you know, I've got my notes here and it's like I'm obsessed, not obsessed like in a bad way, but I'm like paying attention to how I'm showing up and if I'm doing the things in the right order and and if I'm taking this in the right direction, like that's still present but so is naturalness and being. So when I look at the line, the two line in the radiant sphere is known as marriage. So what that means, when I first heard this, I was like, marriage, what does that mean? But when I actually looked deeper into this, this made so much sense for me. Marriage in this context is about having an intense partnership with what lights you up. And so this is really giving yourself the permission if you have a two line unconsciously here, is really looking at what is it that lights me up that I can get into an intense partnership with. So for example, and I, I laughed so hard when I was diving into the Gene Keys and I read this because I thought, oh my God, I'm literally in an intense partnership with the Gene Keys. I'm like, I love you. Like, let me learn all about you. Let me share you. Like this is, I, I have an intensity with this connection. And another thing that I've noticed too, and I want to invite anyone else who has an unconscious two line is I noticed that I really love one-on-one coaching. I love doing one-on-one sessions. I love long-term one-on-one coaching because I'm in an intense partnership with someone where from a human design lens, I get to naturally share the wisdom that I've acquired that I've unconsciously absorbed to another person. And so this really works for me. I think, you know, if you've been contemplating the gene keys, you've probably heard that the lines from your culture sphere show you the kind of tribe or community or network that you're designed to thrive in. But I've actually realized that this line in, because it talks about this intense partnership in the radiant sphere is what allows me to radiate when it comes to being in connection with others and how I serve my clients that I work with. So this has been really interesting because again, this is unconsciously what I've discovered about myself and I really didn't even notice it until this was consciously brought up into my face of what marriage meant in a line two of the radiant sphere, right? So like I mentioned earlier, you're not always going to immediately tap into the unconscious side of yourself as quickly as you do the conscious side of yourself. There's nothing wrong. It's just part of the journey of illumination and that's just it. So what what I look at is... I have now prioritized the things that will allow me to have intense partnerships with things that allow me to shine. Like you can feel my energy in these episodes when I talk about the Gene Keys and how excited I am. Like this is because I am in an intense partnership with this work and this is what I want to be sharing. And this is like unconsciously being radiated and consciously obviously as well. So that's that's kind of to wrap up the experience of the the radiant sphere so you can take this and really contemplate and be like okay what is it in my being that allows me to radiate in how I show up for others because again this ties into the grand scheme of the activation sequence like this is your foundation for how you show up in your business this is how you're going to open yourself up into the emotional side of the venus sequence which is coming up in a couple spheres right so now we are on the pathway of core stability this pathway is so powerful i mean they all are but i'm just going to say it it's so powerful because it is all about if you imagine okay imagine you're working out 
whatever kind of exercise you do, whether you're into like weightlifting, running, you do Pilates, like body workouts, powerlifting, CrossFit, whatever it is, the core is what allows you to have stability. So when we're going into the purpose sphere, which is your unconscious earth, which is again, unconsciously what grounds you in the 3D realm, when you go into this fear, having that core stability is what is going to generate that safety and security of really alchemizing the breakthroughs that you've had, the challenges that you've gone through in the other pathways so that you can open yourself up into being what your purpose fear is about. No big deal. This is a really casual explanation, but it's also pretty intense, okay? So this pathway is designed to humble us by allowing our humanness to shine through and give us what we need in order to be devoted to our desires in life and really opening ourselves up into embodying our purpose. So when we pass through the final pathway of the sequence, we're being stabilized through all of our experiences to be grounded in the body. So remember how I said these two spheres, radiance and purpose, they're unconsciously defined in our chart, which has to do with the body. So here we are having breakthroughs and challenges in the conscious side of the mind within the life's work and the evolution, and then we come over into the unconscious side and we need to generate this core stability within our body because then we're going to be moving into the Venus sequence which is all about opening up your emotions connecting to the core wounds around our intimacy our sexuality the chemistry and attractions that we have in our life could be in relationship could be with the experiences that we have it's not just about people because we are emotional beings right so this pathway is really about bringing that stability and awareness to our body right? And really to the spine. So if you think about the spine of your body, like this is what allows us to have posture. This is what allows us, that gives us the framework of our skeleton to be able to walk around, to run, to play, to, to, to do things, to move our body and so on. So the really big question to ask yourself in this, in this pathway of core stability is like, how can you allow yourself to be more fluid while being simultaneously resilient? Because if you think about the spine, there's movement in the spine, but there's also a resilience in it because it literally holds us up our entire lives, right? So it's like, what is your spine when it comes to your business? That's the other big question that you can ask yourself. So the radiance sphere and the purpose sphere are programming partners as well. So my radiance sphere is gene key 10.2. My purpose sphere is gene key 15.2. So gene key 15 is also gay 15, which is found in the G center again. So again, we're coming into, for me, this identity of, you know, direction and literally identity of like who I am as a person, where I'm going, right? What am I magnetizing and calling into my life? And so when I look at the pathway of core stability, I've really, I've really had to contemplate. So the shadow of my purpose fear is dullness. And then we have magnetism and then fluorescence. So when I look at when I'm in the shadows of self-obsession and dullness, how that shows up for me in my business is like when I'm uninspired, when I don't know where I'm going, when I, when I question who I am, when I feel like I'm in a void and I'm not magnetizing or attracting or calling in the things that, that I want. And it, again, puts me into my not self-seem of frustration. 
So this core stability, what this has taught me is when I start feeling like this and I look at dullness in my purpose sphere, dullness is the in-between. When we think about having magnetism, we need to have opposites. We need to have extremes. This is why this gene key is about extremes. This is why in human design, the 15 and the 5, that channel going from the G center into the sacral is all about rhythms and patterns and the extremes. And so when I'm in the void of experiencing dullness, because I'm not going into the extremes, you cannot have magnetism without extremes. And so I really, sometimes what I do is, again, bringing in the art of contemplation with this, what allows me to stabilize in this is giving myself a moment to pause and really be like, okay, I am obsessed with figuring out how I'm going to position myself, how I'm going to figure this out and get out of it. And there's also like flavors of my core wound coming up too, but we're going to talk about that once we get into the Venus sequence. This forcing energy comes up, right? Gene key 34, the shadow is forced. This comes up. And then also just this dullness of like this, this sense of defeat. So when I come into the stability of like reminding myself, like Kayla, to pause, to allow yourself to process and to merge into the direction that you're committed to going in while considering that this is feedback. There's nothing wrong with experiencing dullness or being in the void. This is part of your journey of being able to show others how you can take that void and create something within it. Right. So when it's really through the acceptance of this dullness, that this acceptance is an opening. Right. And with that opening, there's an expansiveness, which ultimately is going to come back and shift that dullness, which can lead into magnetism. So when I'm embracing the extremes, okay, when I'm embracing feeling like shit and I'm embracing feeling fucking fabulous, that is how the magnetism comes into play. And so magnetism for me is really being able to call in not necessarily what it is that I want, but also being able to call in what it is that I need that I don't consciously realize that I need so that I can be and embody fluorescence. Fluorescence is has to do with the flowering. Fluorescence has to do with also timing. So when I was listening to the Gene Key with Richard Rudd, one of the beautiful things that he was talking about is that if you look at nature, you can't force a flower to bloom. It's going to bloom sporadically. It has its seasons when it blooms. Sometimes depending on the environmental factors, it may take longer, it may come sooner, but there's this sort of unpredictability in that. Right. And so it's funny because this is quite the opposite of dullness, where dullness feels extremely predictable. And it's like it's like trying to build a sandcastle without water, like it's just like crumbling apart. So fluorescence is really just this natural expression of like every single person person is on their own rhythmic journey. And it's through the acceptance of that and knowing that there's going to be extremes that creates the platform to really flourish into your self-expression. And so because the 10 and the 15 are programming partners, because they're in the G center, which has to do with identity and direction, 
I really noticed that me being able to live and embrace the extremes when it comes to the 15th gene key is that this gives me the full-blown experience of my activation sequence of like, okay, Kayla, turbulence, conflict, self-obsession, dullness, all of these pathways interconnecting this. These are all the things that you are emotionally experiencing or just in the 3D realm, what you're experiencing that is giving you the resilience to be able to open up yourself deeper to dive into the Venus sequence, which is all about connecting with others, like I mentioned, and just like the inner wounding and, and so on. So when I look at how this this fear, this purpose fear shows up in my business, it is like experiencing the extremes of dullness to like things just exploding in my business. Like I've experienced the extremes this year in 2022. Talking about like complete no income to like 15k months coming back down in between being let go from contracts, being invited into other ones, like it's, it's literally extreme. And there's Funnily enough, you could say that, hey, Kayla, there's a lack of stability in that. But the thing is, is that I've developed a resilience in being able to handle the extremes, and that's where my stability comes from. So when I consider the line in the purpose sphere, I have a line two, unconscious line two, and it's known as posture. So obviously I talked about how the unconscious side in the activation sequence has to do with your body. And so the purpose sphere, because we are gaining core stability to relax within our body, to, to create this environment where we can open up and tap into and just be our purpose. This is why all of the lines associated with the purpose sphere are related to the body. So a line two has to do with posture and fluids. So what this means is that the fluids are bringing a flexibility to the structural aspect of the one line. So as I mentioned before, like a two line will naturally embody the essence of the one line and the one line in the purpose sphere is about bones, right? So you need to have a fluid postural experience with bones. So that's kind of how they tie into each other. So having this fluidity, and obviously I talked about the spine and it's having this fluidity while being stable is what will create core stability, right? So if you actually think about, if you do a plank, like you're working out and you do a plank exercise, you're going to notice that you have to engage your core in a certain way and keep your spine straight. If you let your lower back and your stomach dip to the floor, you're going to lack, you're literally going to lack core stability. So you need to have that fluidity to be able to pull yourself in while being stable. And so it's really this this two line is really about constantly responding to the environment and giving and giving ourselves the grace to pause pivot or pursue things right so i kind of talked about this earlier as well this this the art of contemplation and so it's like the balance and it's so funny how 15 you know rhythms and extremes the balance in this is really looking at how can i have a natural rhythm while having stability and, and maintaining this posture so that there is a flow. And how am I going to bring this to the people that I work with through my being of the gift in my purpose sphere? So when I'm being magnetic, how am I bringing this fluidity and the stability in how I show up and express myself? So that's how I that's how I contemplate the purpose sphere. And that's kind of how you can contemplate yours when you look at the gene key and the line that you find in your purpose. So when I consider how I show up in my business, the four prime gifts that I have been given to share with the world 
are humanity, diplomacy, naturalness, and magnetism. And the way that I've received the wisdom that I share through these gifts is through experiencing turbulence, conflict, self-obsession, and dullness. And the cities of all of those spheres are ultimately just like the highest expression of the breakthroughs that I have and embodying all of those frequencies. And so it's really incredible because when you consider the activation sequence, like the way that you can leverage this in business, like this is obviously all deep inner work. Like all the shadows, as I mentioned, those are all the places of inner work that we are gifted again because the shadows in my opinion this is not traditional gene keys terminology the shadows are where we receive right this is where we're given the resources to be able to create these points of resilience and move on and take what it is that we know with that moving on right and so i really hope that this conversation today inspired you to look at your own activation sequence look at the, the shadows and the gifts and how they're giving you what you need energetically in order to show up physically and radiate and be authentically expressed in your business. And I'm just so excited about this because it feels so personal to people. And, I, and it's funny because even, even me saying this, like that is literally the embodiment of my radiant sphere. This is, this is what is lighting me up is sharing this work with people because it's like, this is how you can just naturally be. There's no formula. There's no strategy. Sure, you could say that there's a strategy in embodying your gene keys, but this is like what's within you. If somebody has the same incarnation cross as me and they have, you know, the 36 and then the, the 36, 6 and 10 and 15 and they, they're also a 6 too, I'm sure they, they may have a similar experience to me, but it's not going to be the exact same. So I can never say to someone, here is your template. This is exactly how it's going to be. This is why we approach the gene keys with such a contemplative process. Why this work is so sacred because it really gives you the tools to look at yourself in the mirror, look at your life, look at the interactions that you have, look at how you're expressed, look at the unconscious things that come up for you because that is what's creating your framework right? Because then the next step is moving into the Venus sequence, which is all about opening up our heart. And that episode, if you think this episode is long, that one's going to be really long. So you better be ready for it when it drops in the next couple of weeks. I'm just saying. So before I wrap things up today, I hope that you really picked up my excitement from this because this is something that is just lighting my soul on fire. This intense partnership that I have with the Gene Keys and just bringing it into a business lens of embodiment. And the, the exciting thing that I wanted to share with you is in the show notes, I have a couple things. I have affiliate links to be fully transparent. If you want to dive into the Gene Keys and do the Gene Keys courses through the Gene Keys website, I highly recommend it. So you can check those out. And if you do sign up, just so you know, I don't get notified who, who the person is that signed up. So I'm just going to thank you ahead of time. And then if I never reach out to you because you signed up, it's because I have no idea that you did. So I just wanted to let you know. The other critically exciting thing that I want to share with you is that I am in the process of, and this is the very first time that I really share this publicly. I'm in the process of creating a Gene Keys business guide. And I've been working on this for over a month. And the master copy that I'm creating is going to be like over 200 pages. 
but it's going to turn into a personalized PDF for people to be able to, like similar to today's episode where I go through all the things of your gene keys and and give you the contemplations and the points of pivot to contemplate so that you can really look at how this work shows up in your life so that you can apply it to your business so right now depending on when you're listening to this in the show notes there's either a wait list to get on for pre-sale or there's a link to literally purchase this if this is like months down the road from when i recorded this episode so definitely get on the wait list because i'm really excited about the pre-sale the other thing is i'm going to be doing is I'm going to be recording a library of all 64 gene keys and I'm going to be giving my own entrepreneurial introspective interpretation of those gene keys so that when you go through your gene keys business guide which when I once I personalize them they're going to be about 75 to maybe 100 pages I'm not quite sure yet you're going to have the entire library to listen to so that you can come back and contemplate this fear, the line, and then be able to apply it to your business. So this is like a super fucking amazing thing that I'm creating. And I can't even tell you, I don't think I've ever been so excited about something in my business in like four years. So if you have any questions, you can email me hello at Kayla G. Meanwhile, get on the wait list for pre-sale. I'm not sure when this is happening. It'll be in the next month or so, I'm assuming. And if you're listening to this way after, you can grab your personalized Gene Keys Business Guide PDF in the show notes. So thank you for listening. And I am more than happy to hear any revelations that you've had about this episode. If you want to message me on Instagram or send me an email, I absolutely love it when my listeners and my audience reaches out to me. And it means the world to me because obviously I put time into recording these. And when I know they're making a difference for people, that's what keeps me going. So I want to thank you for being such an incredible listener. And I want to thank you for leaving a review, subscribing to the channel, showing up week by week and tuning in it means the absolute world to me and i'm incredibly grateful and thankful for you and i'm really excited i'll chat with you in the next episode